to Strange Talk with Doc. Hope everything's going good with you. And I hope everything's going good with yours. The title of today's show is I Am Free. We'll get to what that is right now. I Am Free just means that I speak freely. And the reason that I can speak freely is I'm a GDI type person. You know, I hate to use the term goddamn, but goddamn independent. I'm I have to start off by saying that any club that would allow me membership, any club that would allow me membership, I don't think I would like to be a member of that club. And I have maintained this kind of demeanor my whole entire life. Now, this is, quote unquote, a term accredited to Groucho Marx, but it does resonate with me and my life. And just to let you know what I mean by that, I cannot be a member of any kind of club. I could not be a frat brother. I could not. Uh, first of all, they would have a doctrine that you would probably have to adhere to. I can't imagine somebody telling me that I should love and care about another individual who I might not like just because we've been through some common shared things. I could not love anybody who abused me. If there was any hazing involved, and that's not a chance that I was willing to take to be hazed, I was offered a chance to pledge when I went to NYU, but I chose not to. I could not be in any brotherhood. I could not be a member of any lodge. I could not be a member of any uh, Masonic temple. I could not be in a gang because they have rules and regulations that are here and going to give you codes, languages, and things where there's no freedom within that gang. I can't be a member of a church. There's a doctrine, there's a leader. And after a while, you're no longer free. Now I'm gonna go back to all of these. Frat, clubs, brotherhood, churches, you are going to use terminology that was fed to you by the leadership. And it's going to start, you're going to start saying things like pastor said, big brother told me. And this is going to be a part of your daily speech. And you are no longer free. You will actually be holding to the person and you put them in a position where they are your leader and your teacher. Now, I do believe in a street code. I believe in a hood code. I believe that they exist. But do you have to adhere to every word of it? No, I'm free to know right from wrong. I know when somebody is doing wrong and I judge them accordingly. It doesn't mean that I speak to the law or anything like that. No, but I know right from wrong. I thank God I've never had to be a member of NA or AA. They have a, you know, a point program that people seem to spout these cliches as though they're life and death. I could not do that. I have no true political affiliation, especially in this day and age. I judge each candidate on their merits because you got the Republicans and you got the Democrats. And it seems like it's, it's red and blue, it's bloods and crips, and it's ridiculous. I don't believe in gurus at all. I don't believe that you need a guru to learn to do something as simple as meditate. Uh, so dogma is not a part of my life. I make sure that when I speak, I try to speak for me. I don't speak for anybody else. 
And see, that's freedom. Now, the club that I am a member of and most proud to be a member of and the only club that I will ever be a member of is society. And when you're a member of society, you try to do the best that you can to just be a good person. You know what? Uh, I try to keep myself uncut. I try to be deal in realness because it's my life. And to a certain degree, it's my rules. Do I understand and abide by the Ten Commandments? I do the best that I can. I don't covet what you have. I don't want to kill you. I don't want to steal from you. I don't want to bear false witness. I do. I've always honored my parents. So I do the best that I can to live within that parameter. I am not an elitist. That is not why I cannot be in a club. It's not because I'm elitist. I'm better than anybody. I'm the worst of the worst. And that's why I said any club that would have me, I'm not willing to have them. So it's, 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 it has nothing to do with me thinking that I am better than some club. These people, some of these clubs save lives. And I understand that. But everybody can't be the same. We all can't hold to the same standards. And I cannot abide by standards that tells me to do things that go against my nature. And to tell me that I have to love somebody for no apparent reason is against my nature. I'm a calculated person. I think about who that person is to me, what kind of harm or help that they want to be to me. And then I evaluate them. I don't evaluate people on color. I don't evaluate people on their educational status, their financial status. I actually judge a person by the content of their character. It's a hard thing to do, and a lot of people don't do it. And I consider that to be free. That means that I have freedom. I have freedom of choice when it comes to individuals, peoples, nationalities, music, my likes and dislikes. And I think that a lot of people should take the time to really say to themselves, how free am I? If you are quoting another human being all day long, now I'm not saying don't quote your good book. Quote your good book as much as you possibly can. You might edify somebody. But if you're quoting deacon, elder, big brother, you're not even speaking for yourself anymore. You have lost yourself inside the words of another human being. And for that, I say that you are in a form of bondage and you need to find a way to release yourself from that form of bondage. ASAP. Now let's move on with the regular show. And I thank you and I appreciate you for listening to that. So we had Hillary, uh, Hurricane Hillary hit California and the Baja Coast. Now, they were saying this thing was going to be catastrophic. I thank God that it was not catastrophic. Uh, people of Southern California might not experience a lot of rain. Uh, they might not experience a lot of floods. But people from other cities, we flood like that all the time. We get downpours like that all the time. Uh, the meteorologists out there are clowns and jokes. They sell horror. They sell horror to the people who tune in to hear realness. People who tune in to actually hear, who don't understand and trust. Meteorology is basically um, carny work. 
I mean, I don't even understand how these actors get on TV with a straight face and act like they know what the nature of the weather is going to do when they're wrong so many times. Like I said, I'm just glad it wasn't what they called it to be. I don't know if they do this to pump up sales for supermarkets and gas stations and grocery stores. Because when you cause widespread panic, that's what people do. They go out and they hoard stuff. They go buy more food than they would normally. They put themselves in debts. And so the only people who benefit is big business. And, you know, mom and pop stores benefit too. But the general public does not benefit you, anytime you panic people, there is no benefit in that to the panic individual. They only take loss. And we have nobody to safeguard, nobody who says, you know what, this is wrong. We have got to put a nip on this. I mean, I remember we were supposed to have a devastating snowstorm, right? And we wound up with less than two inches. But for five days, they pump this snowstorm as though we were going to get 12, 13 inches and nothing was going to move and we barely got a dusting. When I went outside and looked at my car, my windshield didn't even have any snow on it. It's ridiculous what they do to the general public. So Ron Cephas Jones died at the age of 66. Ron Cephas Jones is from um, that beautiful TV show on uh, ABC uh this is us he played uh shakespeare he was randall's biological father he was in some great scenes i believe he won an emmy i didn't know the man was only 66 i wish he rest in peace now we did have a mass shooting three were shot dead six were wounded in a shooting at a hookah lounge in south seattle i don't know the particulars about this but i feel bad that if you just go out to a hookah lounge you want to smoke that garbage and you end up dead. I, you know what? We got to do something about that. And, and, and don't get me wrong. I'm the pro-gun guy, but I'm not the pro-murder somebody guy. And I don't believe in that. I think it's ridiculous. So Toronto, Donald, Trumpino, Trump, and 18 allies were uh, indicted on RICO charges by the Georgia Grand Jury. He is uh, charged with operating a criminal enterprise to overturn the 2020 elections in Georgia. His co-defendants include Rudy Dumbass Giuliani, and they, he faces 13 charges, and they could get 71 years in jail. This is now 91 criminal charges in four criminal cases against Trumpino. 91 criminal charges in four criminal cases your average major league drug dealer does not have 91 open criminal uh, charges. This is ridiculous that this man still sits there and says that he wants to be the Republican candidate for the United States presidency in 2024 makes no sense to me. Where's his sense of pride? Where are the people who actually stand for this guy? I mean, and I mean, S-T-A-N stand for this guy who don't say to themselves, you know what, enough is enough. I cannot or I can no longer support this kind of lunacy. I mean, do you think you really are sitting at home thinking that all of this is uh, being a facetious here, trumped up charges? Makes no sense. So Las Vegas is overrun with bed bugs. Some of the nicer hotels, the MGM Grand, Palazzo, 
and Caesar's Palace have bed bugs. You got to be very careful when you go to any hotel. I don't care if it's a rinky-dink hotel or three and a half to four star hotel. Man, check those beds. Check those mattresses because the thing that's going to be hard about buying is when you bring them home, now you got that problem in your home. They're in your luggage. They're in your clothes because that's how they're going to transport. Big bugs are some sneaky, uh, nasty, blood-sucking bugs. Nobody wants them because they itch like hell. I have unfortunately been bitten by bed bugs, so I have some experience. And uh, they're vile. I mean, and you know what? You cut the light on in the middle of the night and you find one and you say, well, let me crunch him up. But now you got to say there's others because they they seem to multiply very fast. And because you don't initially feel them biting you, it's not until uh, afterwards that the itch comes that they could feed on you for quite a while. So be very careful wherever you're staying if you're staying out of the house. I watched this program called Telemarketers, and it's naturally about exactly what you would think. Telemarketers, this company that was in New Jersey, uh, it looked like it was a pure hellhole. It's a four-part series, but only part one. HBO is releasing them once a week, and I thought it was a a very interesting. At least episode one was interesting. The Ultimate Fighter finished up. Now, I'll get to that later because it was involved on the Sean O'Malley Al Jermaine Sterling card. The Shy is off to one of the better seasons. The last season, I would have to say, is a very good season. Uh, This Duda is making enemies of almost every male cast member on the show. Uh, You could tell that it's going to end in somebody being killed. I don't know if he's going to kill somebody or somebody's going to kill him. But uh, watching the story unfold has been very good. Uh, the shy plays a lot of games because the writer of the show is a woman and she doesn't really fully understand how men tick. And that's quite obvious to me. But the Duda character, he is uh, he's stepping up to the plate and they're writing him well this last season. Hard Knocks, the Jets. What could I say? It's really going to be one of the worst Hard Knock seasons of all time. They had a mentalist come in there do some phony baloney bullshit tricks that made no sense as though he really is so special. I'm so tired of these people uh, who follow these uh, charismatic preachers. They follow these uh, magicians as though they are anointed with the special power that other human beings do not have. You do not read minds like that, sir. It's fake. And for the Jets players to sell out, the guys who actually went along with this and sold out as though he was tricking and fooling them and they were probably in on this carny type deal from the beginning, shame on them. Now, Dark Sides of the 2000, which was, this was the only one that I've been able to watch this whole season, dealt with Howard Stern and his DJ wars. For the most part, Opie and Anthony and Man Cow. But, you know, as a longtime Stern fan, I would say I started listening to this guy in 88, but I did stop in about 2013. To find out that Howard does not financially take care of his employees, which has been uh, actually certified by a bunch of ex-employees, it disgusts me. This man is almost worth $800 million. Everybody around him should be eating healthy. Nobody around him should be eating crumbs 
everybody should be fat off the cow. Every single person should be fat off the cow. And when I heard what he did to Scott Engineer and wouldn't even allow the man as his wife was dying of cancer to do a GoFundMe because he found it embarrassing to the show, but wouldn't kick in the money to pay help the man pay for his bills. Uh, I shame on you, Howard, man. You know, as a longtime fan or ex-fan, you know, since he went Hollywood Howie, I ain't touched him. I can't deal with Hollywood Howie. That's not who I liked. I liked the nasty bit of uh, Howard. Even if we find out it was just an act, at the time, it was some of the most funny things that was going on anywhere on television or on radio. So we got this guy, Wander Franco. He's under allegation of improper relationships with two teenage girls. If you suffer or you have a friend, a buddy, a cousin, a brother who suffers as an adult male giving improper attention to young ladies, one, pull their card, two, hope and pray that they get the help that they need. This is sick. There are girls, there are teenagers, then there are women. A man is for a woman. A man is not for a teenage girl. A man is not for a girl. And this is a dude making buku cash. He has like a guaranteed 100 and something million dollar contract. And he's willing to throw his entire life away because he has a predilection, a sick predilection for young ladies. Now, I always state up front that I don't deal in gossip and rumors. Now, these are allegations. I did not make these allegations against this man. This is stuff that's out there. Uh, Sometimes it's too late after you've committed the crime to say sorry. Uh, This dude should have got the help he needed, man. Do you know that you can actually find young ladies who are of legal age? There are millions of them out there in the world. Legal age who literally look younger than they are because they're so... They look so fresh. Life has not beaten them up. You can date somebody who's 21, but she might look 17. And there's nothing illegal about that. But when you're talking 14 years and 17 year olds and you're 22, doesn't make sense, man. So we had the BMX golf championship this week. It's a part of the FedEx Cup playoff series. And congratulations to Victor Hovland. This dude shot a 61, which broke the course record. Uh, he played some hell of a golf. He uh, he fended off Scotty Scheffler. And you know what? I like Victor Hovland. If I was in Vegas, and I bet this tournament several times while I was in Vegas, he would have been one of the guys I would have actually placed money on. So I would have actually won money uh, on Victor. And what happened is this is the second of the three rounds of this playoff tournament. So now we have the top six Ryder Cup qualifiers, and they are Xander Shuffley, Max Homer, Brian Herman, Patrick Chanley, Wyndham Clark, and Scotty Scheffler, which pushes Brooks Kepper out of the top six. I am so thankful to these six men for moving this man out of the top six because I did not believe and nor do I feel in my heart that any live player deserves to be in the top six of a PGA qualifying tour 
to represent the United States of America at the Ryder Cup. So good for them. Now, next week, starting Thursday through Sunday, the Tour Championship. This is the top 30 golfers in the entire world. If you never watch golf all year and you want to see the cream of the crop, this is the time to do it. It's the top 30 guys out of everybody on tour, as far as I'm concerned, and as far as basically the world is concerned. And they're playing for massive money. You know what? I'm going to be there all four days, and I'm going to hope that they play the best golf that they all possibly can, because that's why I watch it. I want to see the best of the best play at their best. You don't watch pros so they can look bad. I watch pros so that they can shine. So Spain won the Women's World Cup. They beat England. Congratulations to Spain. I don't, I'm not going to sit there and lie and tell you I keep up with women's soccer, especially with the USA ladies long gone. This weekend, we had Sean O'Malley defeat Aljamain Sterling with a second-round TKO. So Sean O'Malley has arrived. Sean O'Malley has a belt. Sean O'Malley can no longer say that I am just a brand, a hairdo, and an up-and-comer. He has arrived. Zhang Wiley, one of my favorites, defeated another one of my favorites, Amanda Limos, by unanimous decision. It was pretty much a blowout. Ian Mikado Gary defeated Neil Magny by unanimous decision. This, this Ian Gary is an arrogant young dude. Uh, Neil Magny's an old grizzled vet. I am not appreciating uh, Ian Gary acting like he's done something as of yet. I can't wait till he actually gets his feet on the fire and somebody tests his ass. You know what? That'll be a good thing. Mario Batista beat Black, uh, Damon Blackshear by unanimous decision. Now, Mr. Blackshear just fought a week ago. So, you know what? For him to go, uh, he blew somebody out last week. This week, he actually had to go to decision. Marlon Chico Vera defeated Pedro Munez by unanimous decision. And Brad Tavares beat Chris Wyman by unanimous decision. I didn't understand a lot of how Brad Tavares fought this fight. Brad Tavares knew that Chris Wyman's legs were compromised. Every time he kicked them, he hobbled them. But why he didn't continue to kick them to the point where this could have been actually a TKO, I think that Chris Wyman needs to reevaluate his fighting life and career and maybe just go on to training, get in the booth, do whatever he has to do because his legs are going to be compromised for the rest of his life if this continues. Gregory Rodriguez defeated Dennis Tulalanen by first-round knockout with an elbow. I mean, this wasn't even close. Gregory mounted him. His wrestling skills was on point. It was a beautiful thing. This was not in question. You, you knew it was going to be, this fight was not going to last long. Kurt Holobon defeated Austin Hubbard via second-round submission. He triangle-choked him. Now, what was so beautiful about this triangle choke, and this also won uh, Mr. Holobon the uh, ultimate fighter lightweight championship. It was a triple submission. First, he had him in a rear-naked choke. Uh, 
Austin got out of it, he rolled over. From there, he was put into a uh, an armbar. He got out of the armbar, which led him directly into the triangle choke, which ended him. It was great. Brad Katana defeated Cody Gibson for the bantamweight title of the Ultimate Fighter by uh, unanimous decision. These two guys went at it. This was a damn good fight, man. I did not expect Brad Katana, who I have rounded on many times, to literally stand up and fight for three rounds. And he caught Cody off guard with his willingness to pug it out. He didn't try to take him to the ground. He didn't try to make this an ugly wrestling match. He said, I came to fight, and he did. And so for that, I congratulate him. Actually, Cody and Brad both deserve uh, a chance to fight in a UFC again, especially Cody, because Cody looked like this looked like any typical two UFC fighters. It didn't look like two dudes from the Ultimate Fighter, even though they both were vets. Uh, Andre, Andre Prescovy defeated Gerald Murashan by a split decision. This was a good fight, a very good fight. I'm not going to say anything bad about this fight. Natalia Silva defeated Andrea Lee. Uh, Natalia Silva put it on Andrea Lee, and it was a blowout. She won 30-27 on all three judges' cards, and she deserved it. She really did put it on Andrea Lee. I don't like this cow, cowgirl, KGB bullshit. How are you going to be KGB, which represents Russia, and then go in the ring with a big black cowboy hat. And first of all, I don't know how many people, I I can't say that this is not true, but how many people are really running around Louisiana with cowboy hats on all the time? Kareem Silva defeated Marina Morez by first round submission, a guillotine choke. This was also a very good, these two young ladies from uh, Brazil, Natalia Silva, Kareem Silva, they are bright up-and-comers. Uh, they're two cute girls. Uh, that has nothing to do with anything, but I just figured I'd mention that. And they're both very aggressive and ass-kickers. And you know what? Their features are bright. Now this weekend, we got UFC Singapore people. You got Max Blessed Holloway's going up against Chang Sung Yi which is the Korean zombie. It's going to be on ESPN+. Plus. You got Anthony Smith is going to be on this card going up against Ryan Spawn. Giga Chickadee is going up against Alex Bruce Leroy Carreras. Aaron Blankovich is going up against Talia Santos. Junior Tafa is going to fight Parker Porter. Then you got Waldo Acosta Corres going up against the KK uh, Bariski, you got San Kian going up against Rolando Beria. Lee Nan is going up against J.J. Aldridge. So this should be a very interesting card. Let's see how the people of Singapore uh, respond to UFC fighting. I want to see if they're loud, uh, they're boisterous, or are they quiet. It should be interesting. So the NFL this week, Dalvin Cook signed with the Jets on a one-year deal. And now the Jet fans act like this is the missing piece for them to win the Super Bowl. We shall see. The, the Jets are a joke. I'm seeing it live here today. 
August 21st, 2023. You Jet fans who might be listening in, do you have no chance to win the Super Bowl? All of a sudden, y'all forget about Patrick Mahomes and Joe Barrow and Josh Allen. You're forgetting about maybe uh, Deshaun Watson might actually be pretty good with the Browns. You're forgetting that Justin Herbert and the Chargers might be a threat. All of a sudden, how did the Jets leap over everybody when they were 7-9 and nine last year and not even a playoff team? And a weird signing this week was Ezekiel Elliott from my Cowboys, or former Cowboys, signed a one-year deal with the Patriots. Uh, I don't know how this is going to be. I don't. Uh, I hope that Zeke still has something in the tank. I, I don't mind Zeke uh, donning another color. I, I've always appreciated him. Uh, is he a Cowboy legend? No, they won nothing, so you can't be legendary Cowboy if you never won anything. I think you have to win something to be a legendary Cowboy. But I wish him luck in the Bill Belichick system. And out of pure disgust, I hate to end my show basically with disgust. My New York Yankees are stinking up the joint. I don't know if they have quit. I don't know if they're untalented. I don't know what is going on. Cashman is wrong. Steinbrenner is wrong. Boone is wrong. Stanton never gave a damn. Uh, Ropey is a rookie. A judge missed too much time, but for the Yankees to be on an eight-game losing streak where they are barely scoring runs, I mean, they scored five runs last night, which to them is like scoring 50 runs lately. I mean, they have one run, zero runs. I mean, they're a joke. The New York Yankees should never, ever be a joke. New York Yankees should be a premier team that represents the MLB at the high standard at all times. That building in the Bronx is not just a historic building, even though the, the new one isn't. But that is sacred baseball ground, and it should be treated like that every time these guys don the pinstripes. Every time a Yankee player takes the field, they should be out there to win. Nothing else to be said about that. Do whatever it is that you have to do to be free. Even if you are a member of a group or a church or a club or a frat, make sure you still keep some of your integrity. Not what is being taught to you, not what is written down on paper, not what is expected of you, but the stuff that is built inside your heart, which you have been taught as a child. Don't throw it away for just the doctrine, dogma, dogma and uh, rules and regulation of what Ever club or society that you belong to. It is not fair to you. It is not fair to your soul. It is not fair to your intellect. You are dumbing yourself down to a degree to say that somebody else's words matter more than all the words that you've been taught your whole entire life. Now, I'm going to tell you what I tell you each and every time. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate your listenership. Please reach out to me if you feel like that's what you want to do. I'm Always open to hearing from somebody. Uh, if you like, then hit like. If you uh, want to share, feel free to share. If you want to subscribe, please subscribe. None of these things do I ask of you or require of you, but if it's organic and it's something that you want to do, I appreciate it. And I want you to have a blessed week. So I'm going to say peace to you and peace to yours.